Yeah, this. Yeah, this one here? Yeah. Okay. Right, okay. Any vino? Would you like some wine? No, no. You, no, you drink wine? Can I have a drink? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah what would you like, Mom? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, let's pray first and okay. start eating. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Say the boys. Father, we just want to say thank you for this wonderful meal, Lord Jesus. Thank you for the fellowship. Thank you for Mom being here with us. And uh, we're just grateful for your provision of our lives, oh Lord. Thank you for everything you've done and continue to do for us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Right. All right. Mom, tuck in. Tuck, tuck, tuck in. Yes. It's GNT time, Mom. Yeah. yeah. I, I can't, it's I can't not the same without without your GNT. <laughs> yeah. Add it to the aftertaste of gin and tonic a bit too bitter for me. Well, it depends on the tonic. Mm. Um, I'm going to make a small one, Mum. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I just mm. need to... Um, it's really so. nice. When did you just first come here to the I UK? 1950, June 1955. Wow. Before I was born. I should, I should have got this prepared mm. beforehand. It was very cold. <laughs> very, very cold. Yeah. yeah, sounds like my experience when I first came mm. here. <laughs> very cold. Well, it was summer, but winter was really cold. Mm. And I was not used to it at all. Mm -hmm. yeah. Remember the first coming and the dark nights, which mm -hmm. I'd never experienced before? <laughs> How did you find that? Same thing, yeah. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. like, what? It's five o'clock and it's dark already. Mm -hmm. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> yeah. Mm. How old were you? Hmm? How old were you? I was 13. One three, thirteen. No. Oh, thirteen. I'm at thirteen. Okay. Like, I can't imagine. We were invited to come over. Okay. Mm. It was advertised. It was after the war. Okay. Yeah. Which? It was after the war. Which war was that? The. This the Second World War. Oh, the Second World War. Okay. They want to rebuild. So okay. that's why a lot of people people came. You know that the wind rush they call the wind rush. So what were you doing in, in Saint Lucia then? Hmm? What were you doing in Saint Lucia before you came? Um, I was uh, what did I did now. Uh, I, I was a uh, stenographer. Stenographer. Is that one in a court? <laughs> no, that was, was in that? those days you call it the type a shorthand. Typist. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, like a PA or. Mm. Yeah, I was working in, okay. his, in the office of. Uh, and he was a. Uh, mm, what's his name? Um, he was a ship chandler. Um, okay. His, his office is his ship chandler because the boats used to come in there and then he used to supply the boats with the vegetables and. and so. Well, they were exporting. No, we, no, um, uh, mm, the, the, the 
person I work for mm. bought all the vegetables for the ships. Okay. And supplied the ships. Mm. So, yes. All right. Mm -hmm. So it was a supply of vegetables for mm -hmm. the ships, mm -hmm. like or cruises or mm -hmm. working. You know, to, like the tomatoes, lettuce, cucumber. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. So did you enjoy your job then? Yes, I did. And, mm -hmm. my, and when this came up, my brother, mm. he is the one who suggested that we go, we, we go over, you know. So how did you feel? Hmm? Mm -hmm. Did you feel when your brother said to you, you know, come to Europe? I said, well, go over and see what it's like and then write, write me and let me know, you know. And that's what he did. And then a few of us went over. Mm. So the thing is, um, so many people think Windrush was just Jamaica. Mm -hmm. You know, that, that, that was the... Uh, it was the Caribbean. Yeah, it was the Caribbean. The Caribbean yeah. island. And uh, so many different countries mm -hmm. that so many people don't... I suppose because Jamaica has featured... Because the majority were Jamaicans. Yeah, yeah. You see, the majority were Jamaican. All right. Was it because most of the, the Jamaicans were in, in the forces beforehand? And, you know, they fought in the Second World War, and that's why well, no, Jamaicans emphasised? No, we know all the islands, because St. Lucia was one of the ports the Americans used. Mm -hmm. at, at the south of the island, they used it for the, ba the base for the, the flights. What do you call them? The air, the air, air bases? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And St. Lucia was one of the bases. All oh, right, so they had an air base in St. Lucia mm -hmm. as well? Mm -hmm. Okay, I thought it was just in Jamaica. Okay. Mm -hmm. St. Lucia. Okay. Because um, obviously the war wasn't that far because, away, wasn't it? Because also the, during, during the war, the Germans. There were, we had two ships in the harbour. One was an um, Asian ship, it was called the Amtata, and the other was a Canadian, um, Lady Nelson, and they bombed them. Oh, wow. The Kiev. St. Lucia? Yeah, they bombed them, you know. So who bombed them? Germans bombed them? The German um, submarine came in. Oh, wow. submarine. Mm -hmm. Oh, torpedo. Torpedo, yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. And as a result of that, um, yeah. so the war came on your doorstep then? Yeah, that's right. Everyone yeah. thinks that you were in the sun, mm. chilling, mm -mm -mm -mm. having a, a nice time mm -mm. with coconut hear, water and everything. Yeah, you never hear about the Caribbean mm -mm. in World War II. No, no, you don't hear what happened, no. apart but, from they fought with. Mm -hmm. I didn't know they mm -hmm. were affected at all. And we had a lot of young people who joined the forces. Because and of that? They joined the forces. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So. Obviously, um, wow, that mm -hmm. color is hot. Is it? Yeah, okay. it was chewed on a... Chili. Oh, chili. Gratly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're cooking so hot. <laughs> your cooking is hot. Watch out, that's the African in you. Oh, the African in you, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> um, I should have known better. But um, so many people um, came over to, even before the Windrush, came over with the war, and they were actually... Well, the people who came and joined the, the forces, forces yeah. some were in the army, mm -hmm. you know, some were 
when uh, sealers came, you know, so yeah, yeah, different RAF and everything. Yeah, yeah. So when they came back from the war, which mm -hmm. is St. Lucia, mm -hmm. there was a real positive vibe about England because they treated them so well, didn't they? Yeah, well, they were seen as heroes mm -hmm. because they fought for the, the mother country. Um, but I suppose things changed when you got the call from. No, in fact, it was um, it was in the papers. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, newspapers, so where everybody, all over the Caribbean, right, you know, all, all were saying they were traveling, going, going to help our motherland. Wow. And what sort of mm. advert did they put in? Hmm? What sort of advert did they put in the newspaper? They're saying that they, they would like the people to come over to help to build. Okay. Build back. The country. When we came over, the East End was a, a, a bomb. They were all, all bombed. Okay. You know, the East End, Milan, and because of the Blitz and everything. Mm -hmm. The Blitz mm -hmm. bombs most of London. Okay. It was. Um, so when you came in, the whole place was a bomb site. Really? Bomb, mm -hmm. In the East End. Mm -hmm. Oh. Um, so the thing is, um, we. You know, from my generation, we take it for granted that, um, mm -mm. <laughs> you know, when you came over, everyone knew everything about it. Mm -mm. You know, they, um, no, one must have said, oh, great. No, the These people the, from the Caribbean. The people here didn't know a thing. Didn't know a thing? Mm -mm. They didn't know. So how did you know? I, I mean, mm? Mm? I, I take it the British government came over to the Caribbean and said to, 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 um, to different governments in the Caribbean, we need your people to come over and help us no. rebuild. Well, just in the papers, you see. Okay. People so read the papers. Thing. Read the papers and people say, well, they're coming over. Mm. Your mother country. You know? Your mother country. Mm -hmm. This is our mother country. Yeah, yeah. Mm. UK is... Because we were, we were British. We yeah. were British. Oh, of course, they were they British were colonies. British citizens in those mm -hmm. days. Yes, they were, we were British, British colonies. That's yeah. true, like mm -hmm. in Africa. Yeah. Yeah. Some where but, I come from, we call it nice. But, but automatically, we had British citizenship. The, the thing Do is, you want to share this? they had different sit, types of citizenship. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. uh, as the years went on, so you came over, mm -hmm. and uh, a lot of the people, the islands, all wanted to be independent. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. because there was always there was a lot of problems. They all wanted to be independent, and they fought and they got their independence. Mm -hmm. All right. So with that, those of us who want to live here and work here, we applied for citizenship. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but there's some that didn't. They, they say no, the British or this. So that's why a lot of people had a lot of problems. Mm. And like when Margaret Thatcher came on board and they sent home quite a few people. Right. You know, it's because there are some people who came with their mother on their passport. Mm. You see, mm. so um, these people did not apply for, for citizenship, so they were sent home. Right. You know, and when they had, they had to bring them back. You know, and a whole lot of... Yeah, 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 obviously. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, so it wasn't just that people were a bit hostile to you, um, just, just yeah, for the colour... Yeah, people were hostile, yes, they, yes, they were still hostile. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. but I mean, it, it wasn't just um, because 
um, they just didn't like you because of the colour of your skin. It was because they didn't know why you were there. Is that... Was that it? Or was well, it, I don't know. I, I, I don't... I, I, all I know is that there's some people who didn't like you. And, yeah. yeah. I mean, I... I so no, you think it's racist? No, no or? one has never told me anything. Okay. You know, be, you mm -hmm. know no, nobody. The only one... I remember a lady coming and she take my hands and she said, oh, your, your, your hands is different, the, the, the palm of your hands is different to the thing. I said, under the sole of my feet is the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 because they see the mm -mm, your, your, no. your palm of your hands yeah, and the sole of your feet. Yeah, yeah. yeah and that, that, which shows that we're all the same. So mm -hmm. they, they, they shouldn't been, um, I don't know, who's that? Yeah, you want to see around the door? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I suppose that, that's, that's the thing when um, people feel there's a difference, they start to highlight those differences. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, what, what was it like? I mean, on a day-to-day -day basis, all right, you had that There's person. some people who had problems. Oh. And you, everybody's that, on But, like, get, get a house? Would you, could you get a house? Just that, yeah. Rent? Appreciate uh, that. Room? Um, <clears throat> well, when I came, I, I, I was at a hostel, after my brother. Is that where he That's where the, the himself, his friends, everybody went there, so uh -huh. I was there. And then, of course, the people who had that ho hostel had houses, mm -hmm. you know? And um, um, when we really wanted to leave, he, they offered us a, a bed sit, all, mm -hmm. all a bed sit, but then you have to share a kitchen. Right. You know? Um, How did that feel? That must be. Hmm? Coming from a place where you had your own homes, and then suddenly you're you don't, well, you, you're rooms, not thinking you're about that. You're not thinking about that. You're thinking about somewhere to sleep when the night comes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you have children by then? Hmm? Did you have children by then? Um, I had my daughter. Yeah, <laughs> so brave. I can't even imagine with my little ones. Mm. Not this. Over, <laughs> no, no, it's so brave. I, honestly, when I think of just like the move and just coming to something you don't know. Mm -mm. I find it really brave, especially when you have children. <laughs> I can't imagine, like, unless everything's sorted on the other side, I can't imagine yeah. doing no, that but, step But it, it, wasn't, it wasn't just the hostility of the, mm -mm. the reception from other people, but it was also the, the, the weather. You know, all of a sudden you left that honey, sunny climate <laughs> to fog-ridden, quite the, wintry. Mm. We had to get um, um, pieces. What you call um, the, the, there's someone who used to go around selling the oh the coal. No, the not the coal. The the foil oil. The oil. The oil yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, paraffin. Paraffin. Oh, paraffin. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Are paraffin you, heaters. So mm. Your dad used to have. Yeah, my my, my dad <laughs> used to show me this paraffin heater. That's right. Which uh, he used to say, oh. This thing dried your nappies. <laughs> I was in my 30s. I said, well, it's too old if it dried my nappies. And here I am, 30 yeah, years old, 30 mm -hmm. odd years old, and mm -hmm. you still got this thing. This thing's <laughs> it's past its sell by date. Yeah. Um, well, you took pride in it, isn't it? It reminded them of when they first came. And I, know, I, I, know, I know a lot of it was reminiscing about you know, those days when they, you know, they, they kept warm around that fire. It wasn't mm -hmm. just drying the nappies and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. But remember, that was the source of the, my parents' fire. Oh, yes. In the house. Because if that thing was it so exploded. old and so 
um, unstable. The flames shot up and, it takes, mm, mm, and mm. almost burnt the house down, fortunately. Uh, both of them. It was just them escaped, the, yeah. Yeah, they escaped. Mum went through the front, dad went through the back. Mm. And they both thought they would... Uh, they were, either one thought they were still in the house, but fortunately... Um, yeah, that was a there. frightening time, wasn't it, for us? Oh, yeah, we yeah. We heard yeah. about the fire in your parents' house. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah I, I mean, the only victim, fortunately, was my record collection. So oh. in the attic. Uh, oh. I've still got Everyone the remnants say, oh. of that in, in the cabin there. It's, mm -hmm. uh, can't mm. let go of it, even though I can't play anything on it, but it's just the, mm -hmm. the record covers and everything, and they're relatively yeah. intact. And they're still collectibles that you have. Oh, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to play. I'm not trying mm -hmm. to play. Michael I mean, Jackson, the Supremes, so yeah, all those all, early all collections. That. Mm -hmm. uh, and actually, that, that reminds me, I mean, um, I had a collection myself. Did you, Mum? Like which ones? What? You took everything because my. And my, because my daughter used to buy all these records. Oh, right, okay, Linda, okay, mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, but I mean, um, I suppose the other thing is um, different types of society, well, I suppose they were uh, welcomed you in different ways, you know. Because, you know, this country says uh, we're a very tolerant um, mm -hmm. society, but for me, tolerating means you're just putting up with someone, you're not really accepting, you're not em embracing. Um, so you, you, you know, you just had to see what sort of reception you had. You couldn't, you couldn't guess. Oh, those people are going to be really nice to you, or those people are going to be really no, no, difficult. Not yeah, yeah. So I mean, um, what was the church like? I mean, there, there was um, there was a church. Well, I never went to the church, but there was a church in Aberdeen Park. Oh, you remember um, the church you got married? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the church I. But there was a church in Aberdeen Park okay. where okay. people went mm -hmm. and, and at the end of the service, the minister told the, the ladies, sorry, we, um, the people here are not happy with you um, coming in, so I, I don't expect you to come back here. Really? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, because they were, in, they were in the hostel, you see, and they said, going back. I don't know, the church, that church didn't appeal to me. So I thought, let me go to the one that you all got married, that one I was certain. Mm. And which one was this? It was that when it's you first came in Hackney? It's in Highbury. It's in Highbury. Yeah. Mm. Okay. But I mean, you know, you know the thing is, um, I know that really impacted in so many people. Mm -hmm. and a lot because of, uh, even my dad, mm -hmm. he never really went back to church at the level that he used to mm -hmm. because he heard, you know, he, 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 he didn't get any verbal sort of don't come back type thing. Mm -hmm. But what he got is the atmosphere. He could feel the atmosphere. There was something just mm -hmm. not right. He didn't feel welcomed. He didn't feel accepted fully. Mm -hmm. And that sort of thing really was, uh, really hit him hard because, mm -hmm. you know, he, he would go to church, but he never felt comfortable there. Mm -hmm. And I think it's because that initial reception, that mm -hmm. initial first impression yeah. mm -hmm. was uh, really tough. And I, I suppose, when you get it from so many different angles, mm -hmm. you know, um, what, what kept you strong? I mean, what, what, what got you through? I mean, was it just coming together as, as people from the Caribbean? Or? Well, yeah, well, we tried to meet with each other. Okay. You know, one thing we did, we met with each other. We started with the West Indian Standing Conference. We used okay. to meet in, we had the High Commission, um, 
in Kensington, you know, free of charge, they allow us to, to meet there, you know, we would meet. Um, did you, did you have mm -hmm. church there or because mm -hmm. I know the Caribbeans came with the Pentecostal movement mm -hmm. with the uh, well, that's how they set New up. Testament mm -hmm. church set up beginning. The different type of churches, yeah. Pentecostals, yeah. mm -hmm. um, they set up their churches. Yeah, different, yeah. So you'd meet, you'd come mm -hmm. together and, and obviously you'd do that socially as well, mm -hmm. you know, you'd have your parties and. Yeah, and we used to have parties at each other's, in each other's flats on a Saturday, yeah. you know, yeah. and they didn't like it. They didn't like it. Mm. They didn't like it. Well, they didn't like the music, or they the didn't music. Like... They, you know, they used to call the police, and the police, mm. yeah, yes. police used to come and, and close it down. Close it down. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, the, so you, you you got the the hospital. But, the but, the, but the people didn't mind. Yeah. They missed, They stopped the music, but they still stayed and yeah. drinking, so giving sure. jokes, and all that. Yeah. 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 Mm. Yeah, I mean, to be quite honest, when you hear about these things, you think, well, it's not that bad. Now, you know, things have really improved, but, yeah. you know, it, it... But what kept you so positive? I mean, that's one of the things, Mum, you've always, always come always. across as a positive person. You've never... never. I, I've never heard you sort of saying, oh, on the negative. You know, you always... Well, I've, I've been on all the different committees. Yeah. The police liaison we had, I was on that. We had the um, Black Londoners program on radio. Mm -hmm. um, Alex Pascal. Oh yeah, Alex Pascal. He yeah. was amazing. Yeah, he rang me the other day. He wanted to tell me if I have any minutes because I was I was always at meetings, yeah. so I should have minutes of a meeting here. Yeah, because you were like the secretary <laughs> for the Saint Lucian Association for what, yeah, fifty I mean, odd years. Uh, or something? Yeah, since nineteen sixty-eight. Wow. wow. Till when, <laughs> Mum? <laughs> And when I retired in 2019. Gosh, Mum, that's 51 years. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's wow. a lot of minutes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, but so obviously having that role mm -hmm. meant that you had so many different connections with that's people right, from... Right. Every, every, auntie, everybody. All the, yeah, yeah. Vincent, they invite me. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I wear my Caribbean T-shirt. Yeah, okay. I, I, no, I, I noticed you have them. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's not, um, no, because no. the thing is, you, we, we all come from the motherland, Africa, and we all went mm, to mm. Um, the Caribbean islands because right. yeah. of mm. slavery and everything. Mm. And then, but I, I find that that solidarity, when you came over, you put aside all the Antigua and Trinidad and everything. You had to come together. We still came together as different islands. Mm -hmm. We still, we had to, you know, we were representing our island. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but, but Obvi I mean, obviously the experiences were very much the same. Mm -hmm. All the Caribbean people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you all, all sort of came together. Yeah, we had what you call a West Indian Standing Conference. Okay. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. Jeff, I don't know if you knew Jeff Crawford. Yeah, Jeff Crawford. Yeah, yeah, well, he was the secretary, you know, and he's right, the one right. encouraged me, you mm. know. Mm. Mm. Wow. So, I mean, but I suppose, um, I think one of the things that really struck me about you is because um, of your experience, and I, I'm even over this meal, I'm learning so much about what you went through. <laughs> and, you know, it's true because, uh, you know, it's a wealth of information. Mm. It's really important to mm. capture these conversations because you could easily overlook it. And I think one of the things that, um, you know, I was sharing with you before that, 
Because I went to Jamaica as a youngster, mm -hmm. I, I remember all those images, you know, the smell of the food and the, the, the fruits and, and, and obviously the climate and the music and the culture and the arts and everything. It was like a cultural immersion. It was like a, mm -hmm. a masterclass in identity. And, uh, and so when, and this was from the age of um, five to nine, 62 to <coughs> 66. And, and, and coming over, coming back to London, I suppose I, I felt the same sort of thing like the Windrush generation. Mm. All of a sudden I left that beautiful, you know, um, environment. Sunsy. Everyone looked like me. Mm. And then all of a sudden my, my color was a problem, you know, in school and um, being called the N word and the, the P word. Uh, or W word even, and and but the thing is, I could get round that because you know my parents never dwelt on the the negative. Um, but what was really important that when my dad used to have um, like his friends round, like playing dominoes on a Friday night mm -hmm. to the early hours of Saturday, and they're playing their music, mm -hmm. and I would hear them talking about their experiences in Jamaica and the different islands. Mm -hmm. And I could really picture it because I've been there. You know, when you see something, mm -hmm. you can really immerse yourself in it. You're in that moment. And I, I, I remember um, that gave me so much resolve because they, despite feeling that they didn't get the best opportunities over here, they were willing to fight, you know, grit, determination. Um, they weren't going to... Um, feel beleaguered, they were all going to try their best, uh, even though things were mm. stacked against them. And, and so when um, I listened to them playing their dominoes or their drafts, chess, whatever, mm -hmm. I could really understand what they were saying. <laughs> and that's the art of conversation, isn't it? I mean, that's the importance of conversation, <laughs> is to learn from each other and... Um, Mm. You know, build, encourage one another. If you know, words can break, mm. it can break down people, it can build them. Um, and so it, it was really, it, for me, it was so important. So when I have the opportunity now uh, to meet you through uh, Lee, um, the, the other son, <laughs> We're not sure about the biological thing. No, no, no we, we know he's your bi biological son, but I'm your spiritual son. Mom. Remember that. Don't forget that. You know. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, so Lee and myself, you know, we, we met sorry, up. Guys, sorry, please do not touch yourself. Oh, sorry. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, um, got it. Yeah. So, so obviously, um, I meet uh, Lee at school. Um, and, you know, we, 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 you know, automatically became very close friends because we lived... Not far. So far, yeah. yeah. We're always round the corner from each other. Yeah. And, uh, and I think then I meet you and I think, mm. my word, this is, this is amazing, you know. Because um, <laughs> the first thing, he, he, I remember Lee telling me that um, you look like Dana Ross. So, <laughs> because you're always so well dressed, always immaculate, and I said, "Wow, yeah, yeah." Um, even though I wasn't great at Dino Ross, but it was, it was it, it, I, I tolerate Dino Ross for him because he played Dino Ross until the cow came home, as it were. It was just too much sometimes. But so, 
I automatically identified with you, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and it really, um, you know, I was I was amazed that you used to do this um, this community liaison work because mm-hmm. um, I you yeah because well, liaison yeah and um, so you you're, you're like building bridges. They didn't like it. I know. And and change, so we changed the name to. Um, adult, um, appropriate adult. Appropriate adult, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, just do, just doing that, despite people um, mm-hmm. feeling, mm-hmm. you know, d- despite people feeling that they don't trust the police because they experience, or they don't trust authorities because, again, what they've had to go through. And then you are stepping up against that. I say, listen, we have to, we have to keep um, working. I mean, I mean, is that something because you've just been brought up like that, you have to build relationships? No, it's because we sit down talking and hearing different things, you know. Mm. And I said, so I agreed, I said, I, you know, I will join, I'll join, I'll join the scheme, you know. Mm. So I said, if we don't get involved in these things, how are we can make? How can we make changes? Mm. We have to be in it to to know what is that so we can make changes. Yeah, you know, mm. and that's why uh, free police officers a lot. You know, they were in, they were in favor of it, and we formed it. You know, and then sometimes when you, you know, <laughs> they, I would get a call telling me that if I can come and help out. When I get there, one of your police will tell me they don't want me. Really? Yes. Even the police officer? Yes, he would say to me. No. We don't want me. No, not the person who called me. Oh, right. No, the, you know, the, the police officer at the station? The, the one, you know, you all, you all have, the you sergeant, have a sergeant. The sergeant. The sergeant. Yeah. Okay, okay. And he said, you know, and I went home. What would they right call you the... for, Mum, though? Hmm? What would they call you for? For being a proper adult. So basically. For, for the young, young if... children. They always, they yeah. used to arrest the children and put oh. them in prison. And we felt that the kids, eight and nine, ten years old, what did they, they break in somebody's kitchen, you know, take food to eat and all of that, you know, and they would lock them. they were desperate. Yeah. Well, yeah. So a lot of young children here were not fed properly. Is that no, the, the parents are gone to work. Either the parents in the pub, you know, it's always something because we couldn't get the parents out there, you know. Mm. So that's but, why we... we yeah, so, but, but, but it's also for um, vulnerable people as well. Yeah, the, yeah. They're suffering from mental health or... Yeah, or that's right, that. yeah. Because I remember when I was a sergeant, mm. appropriate adults were critical. Because in those mm. days, in my days... But well, one day you, you came and complained to me about one of your things and I went and complained to them for them. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And they told them off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She might... Secret weapon. <laughs> well, she got me into policing in the first place, so, you know, if it wasn't for Jesse saying you've got to be in it to change it, mm-hmm. I would never have even thought yeah. of really his following dad it was So, very, Mom, it's all up to you dad, then, is it? Dad, his dad is upset with me, man. We had big arguments. Yeah. Well, that was shown in the Small Axe film, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Where, you know, yeah. I, I know it was nothing as volatile as that, but, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, or, you know, mm-hmm. people shouting at each other, but, because you see, the police was always stopping him, stopping the father, always stopping him. Mm. Okay. And, and they beat him up as well. Huh? Yeah. You know, and so he was very angry with the police. Yeah. Very angry. 
Like a lot of people were very angry mm. in those days, were they? Mm -mm. I mean, they, this generation, like Leah's generation, they have no idea what it's like. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, the struggles that the earlier uh, generation... Like the SUS law, you, you know that... What, getting stopped? Oh, my students hate the police. Mm -hmm. Your students, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> they stop. Why is that? What's the difference? You mean things have not changed from when no. your generation... Yeah, they stopped. They stopped. Um, they, they used to stop Lee all the time. And one day he said to them, I'll tell my mother, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then... And, um, and and he was at the bus stop, you know, mm -hmm. and they took him home. And yeah. brought him to you. And how did you react mm -hmm. then? As no, no, and I didn't know it's when he came home, mm -hmm. you know, so. he was telling me, hey, the police just dropped me. They stopped me, wanted searching me, thinking I have drugs and all that. Oh, they still do. But my mm -hmm. type of students mm -hmm. are obviously there. Mm -hmm. I Correct. guess the naughty students. So, mm -hmm. you know, they, they get targeted a lot. Mm. A lot still. But why would but they, they target trust. them? Because they don't know them. Well, most of them are predominantly black and Asian students mm -hmm. at my school. Mm -hmm. And they're teenagers. But you know, yeah. the thing is, it's so similar because, you know, just like um, a lot of the children you deal with are mm. excluded from schools and a disproportionate number yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. of black and other minority. Well, we also had kids that they were excluding and we had to bus them. It's disproportionate. Yeah. They, anyway, they were being yeah. bused to another school. Is this when bust. in the 60s? Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean bust? You know, they would put them on a bus and, a bus and then and take them to another, yeah, to another school. Like a coach, like okay, a coach. Okay, so what, what's so different from the school they bus them to and the one they currently are? Why? Would they bust them? Because the school, they didn't want them. They excluded. They, I feel like, as well, they, they're still, education is still um, mm. unaware culturally of, mm -hmm. you know, um, how to work with... Mm -hmm. Culturally. Cult different. You know, yeah, because yeah. it's still predominantly in mainstream schools. It's mm. predominantly run by older or middle-aged white people. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I did my master's in senior leadership in education mm -hmm. and... The vast majority is obviously white, mm -hmm. and in a London, you're you're supposed to be honest. That course was really good because they encouraged that um, leadership or any mm -hmm. kind of governance mm -hmm. should mm -hmm. reflect, reflect the cohort. Yeah. Yeah. In my proof, the the cohort is mostly. Uh, I think there's like two white people, and they're Eastern European anyway. Um, mm -hmm. And but the all this leadership team is white. Mm -hmm. Still, mm -hmm. although they embrace, you know, most of the workers who are culturally able to connect are, you know, black or other um, ethnic minorities. But it's still, it's still a similar case. However, there is more. There are a lot more people trying to encourage diversity, not just culture but gender as well. But um, it's still disproportionate, like amounts of Caribbean, African, mm -hmm. even now Romanian. Mm. Lots of Romanian, because again, there's just that mm. lack of cultural understanding how to deal with, yeah. mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. So a lot of them are chucked out. But, I think but look, at, look, at, we had, look at the papers, you know, when you, when you went mm. into a paper shop, it would advertise no, 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 no Irish. Mm. No blacks, no dogs. No blacks. No dogs. Yeah. When you went into the paper shop, you would see it written. I can't believe but, that. Yeah. That could never happen now. But yeah, no. I think no. no. it was done. But, but it's the the, the systematically. Mm. Yeah. The within the systems and stuff is yeah. still there. Yeah. yeah. But I, I mean, it, it, I suppose what you just described the here and now. Yeah. 
It was very similar in the 60s because, the, you know, they had the subnormal schools. Yeah, uh, we had... The, mm. So they didn't call them exclusions. They, no, they, no, Because no, uh, no. I, I remember uh, mm. one time when I was going to um, Hypergrove School mm. and um, they, they were saying, oh, um, I, I should go to a, a, a subnormal school. Mm. Subnormal mm. school? Mm. My dad was down that school like a shot. And said, <laughs> no chance, you know. Mm. But because if, if he'd allowed it... I. I Mm. I would have been another victim of the system. Yeah. I would have been so what uh, would, excluded, yeah, yeah. and as a result yeah. of that, mm. but it's because they 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 saw us as uh, substandard. They didn't yeah. see we had the same that intellectual thing. ability. Mm. And as I said, I came from Jamaica. I, I was I had this superiority complex because mm. I, I felt mm. Jamaica's my island. Mm. Um, I I'm here with my parents. It's my home. I've got two homes. I, I felt even more um, privileged mm. and. I'm, I'm not going to um, allow you to define me. And my parents wouldn't allow me to define me. And knowing you wouldn't, mm -hmm. wouldn't um, allow me to be defined by, mm -hmm. you know, by the system. And, and, and as a result of that, it, 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 it helped me to withstand all the difficulties they threw at me. Whereas, unfortunately, a lot of my student peers were, felt beleaguered. They didn't have to cope with it. You know, mm. sometimes they didn't have the parents or the wider mm. family That's to encourage them and say, don't, don't, you know, don't fall into the trap of making the wrong choices. Mm -hmm. You know, because your parents helped you to choose your friends wisely. Because mm -hmm. I remember my, when I first time I brought round Lee, my mum said, oh, yeah, I like him. Yeah, you can come, come back. So many other people, no, no, don't bring them back here, you know, and that's because they knew the importance of choosing your friends wisely, um, understanding how you navigate, because, um, again, in the 60s, um, and they're trying to bring back these laws in a similar way now, was the sus law, that you could be arrested yeah. on suspicion mm -hmm. you're about mm -hmm. to commit mm -hmm. an arrestable offence. Mm -hmm. And so, so many people were criminalised by that, going into the courts, some people had to leave and go back to the Caribbean, because of that. And then through the Public Order Act now, they can arrest you if you're just going to go on a peaceful protest. Look what happened at the, the coronation, where um, six people who organised it were arrested and kept in custody for 16 hours, and various others were, were arrested and kept in for a similar time. On suspicion, they're about to commit, a, you know, commit that offence under the Public Order Act. So, you know, things, you've got to be careful how things can go full circle and we're back to where we were, you know, and, 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 and that's why I, I think it's so important that um, we learn from your generation, Mum, and, and obviously your generation needs um, to uh, understand that... A lot of, well, a lot of, stu like, even students, Caribbean students don't even know or they're not educated on where they come from. Mm -mm -mm. They don't even recognise... Why is it called the West Indies? Mm. They don't know about the Windrush. They don't know... They don't have a clue that, like, of, as to why people, you know, came. So even just that small segment of being able to educate them, it's all new to them. Mm. But that's, again, because they're not having a conversation. A lot of parents, mm -hmm. even their parents don't really know. It's really quite surprising because that's the difference, I feel like, between sometimes Americans and English. I feel like... The Americans are very you know, actively. Oh, yeah, they're set on teaching. Yeah. Whereas a lot of I don't know some certain generation like they're not having conversations with the children. I probably wouldn't have known as well if I didn't. You know, I wasn't in the family I'm in or my grandparents or like like I, there's not 
the information is just not as... Yeah, perhaps if it was part of the curriculum. Well, it, well you more got... historical history mm-hmm. about, you know, more diverse knowledge. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I learned sort of African history and African... You but know. you were in Nigeria, well, weren't you? Of course, I was born and bred in Nigeria and grew up in Africa. <laughs> so um, we'll have to add it to that Caribbean thing. Yes, yeah, so, you know, there's Big Africa and there yeah, all the Caribbean islands. Um, so, but, you know, I fully grew up understanding my culture and where I came from, my identity. I had no doubt when I came here what, you know, my history. But obviously, you know, because I remember having a lot of conversations with your father about, you know, Africa. And, um, you know, for him, it is like slavery obviously was something which, why on earth did they have to separate them and this identity was quite an issue, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, but I think uh, what helped was reading outside your, like the curriculum. And I like because uh, dad always used to read, yes, so he would say, you know, and he read, um, you know, quality newspapers, Endless. The Guardian, The Telegraph, <laughs> cover to cover, I remember, you know, and he, yeah. and, and he just read around things mm. so it, it, it passed these things on mm. and similar to what um, um, Leah's just said depends on your environment your your family if you're not having these conversations and mm. it's um, saying okay we're not going to learn from our past you could go back into the same situation mm. and not understand mm. that there's another way of, of dealing with it and I, I think that's um, I suppose that's one of the reasons why um, when I had so much hostility about joining the police because I thought, well, I know everyone's got a problem with police. Remember, my dad was beaten up by police officers over a traffic matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, regardless, he, he sued them successfully, but th- there's other people who have been beaten up by police mm-hmm. or subject to ill treatment with other authorities, whatever it is, and they need to feel they have some sort of redress. They can you know, challenge the system. And um, I suppose that... that that led me to policing, but as I said, if it wasn't for you, Mum, to say to me, yeah, you know, just ignore everyone else. I remember you said to me, ignore everyone else. Don't worry, I'll deal with your dad, you know, um, um, and you know, don't, don't, don't let anyone prevent you from achieving your true potential. And I think that, that if you don't have, you know, people like yourself to give that sort of sense of um, reassurance and... Um, Confidence, and, and and the other thing that really um, assisted me greatly was the the same year I joined the police. Lee bought that bought his first house in Hendon Way, which was literally five minutes walk from Hendon. Mm-hmm. And when I was in Hendon, I couldn't eat the food. I mean, I was I, I mean, I wasn't a large guy. Then, but I lost about a stone, and I was literally as skinny as a rake. I, all my cheeks were sunken. But it would have been worse if it wasn't for Lee, because there'd be times like I'd finish my lessons during the week, mm. and I'd rush over to his house and get some champagne and you know, just to perk me up, because, you know, and, and some really... Um, you had you champagne? Know, huh? You had champagne? 
No, 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 food, food. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, but yeah, some I had <laughs> some real food, some salt food, and then he was like, come on, have some champagne, champagne, have some champagne. I said, oh, gosh, I really can't, but all right. Because you know, he's, he's the champagne, champagne king. Um, but no, just having, again, that sense of reassurance and support, um, I, I think that's um, really been, in, uh, well, I know it helped me not only to go through Hendon Training School, but also to, to, to get through um, those first few years. Because remember, my first station was Islington and mm -hmm. local people like yourself was there. And <laughs> if I was in trouble, I'll come to you yeah, and say, Mum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, because it was really important to know I had some backup. Um, and I think that's, that, that's the thing. But, but I mean, progressing on, I, I mean, is it, do you feel that um, things that you've gone through over the last um, 70 years, because, you know, this is Centre uh, 5th anniversary of Windrush. I mean, um, <laughs> as you look back, I mean, what are the things that sort of... Yeah, not very much change. No? They're not very... Because people still have problems. Mm -hmm. Same Unless... problems like before? You'd be surprised sometimes the things you hear, you, mm. you think still, didn't still exist. When you mm. meet some people, you know. Yeah, I thought the, the, the issue that I, I find untouched is the issue around mental health. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. A lot of, mm -hmm. a lot of people. Mm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, COVID didn't help. Not COVID, at all. COVID was a. It's made things worse. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, but do, do you still get a sense of hope, you know, that. You know, despite the challenges, you know, because you, you know, our grandchildren what, and Leah's children. I mean, do you still give them that sense of. Leah's little madam. <laughs> she's going to be a boss. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's going to be a little boss. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's because. Yeah, yeah, because the environment she's, she's growing up in. And she's only six, but it's amazing how. Yeah. 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 So I think, I think the, 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 for me, it's having the right sort of networks, having the right sort of family. Mm. Um, yeah, well, as long as you have you that, know. that's important. Yeah, yeah, and the right sort of fellowship, I mean, it, it really um, helps. Because um, I, I know if it wasn't for my faith as well as my family, I, I, I couldn't get through, mm. um, <clears throat> much less, you know, two years in, in the Met or even three years, there's no way I could get through 30 if I didn't have that support, yeah, support because, yeah. you know, because I know how many times I came to you, mum, you know, mm. this is what's happening, you know, and you just gave me that, that, that sort of time uh, and, and support just to, you know, and especially since my parents have passed, you know, mm. you, you, you're still doing that for us all. Um, and I guess there's a challenge working in Hackney, mm. sorry. No, no, um, could... Jesse, would you be able to give us some advice on, like, a younger generation? What, would you, what advice would you give the younger generation? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, well, Leah's generation. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, let, let, let's, let, let's start it this way. Leah, I mean, when, when you're, you're, you're teaching uh, your youngsters, because, I, I mean, they're the ones that are, mm. you know, they're, they're in the school of hard knocks. Um, and, you know, you... You, you, because you, you know, you bring them out of uh, a really difficult circumstance. They've been excluded. They've lost their peer groups. 
um, the, um, the support the school. Some schools are better than others, um, but at least, but at least, you know the, the, the you know the, you you go out your way to help them, not only to get back into school, but also achieve their their standards, improve their standards. So I mean, what what what's the sort of things that you you sort of help them with? Yeah. Oh. And I'm asking her, Jessie, the question. Wait, if you want to. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Yeah, as in. Yeah, you talk about a little bit about what you do. Yeah, yeah that's what I want to do. To Jessie about what advice, what advice you give to like future generations. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so yeah, I think I think just the key. I mean, from what I've. I think the simple ingredient, but the most effective ingredient is love. Mm -hmm. um, making people see, be, feel seen and heard mm -hmm. and understood mm -hmm. and then giving them the gift of knowledge and that knowledge can be identity, like mm -hmm. where you come from, who are you. I'd be um, proud of that, I'd be proud of where they come yeah, from. Yeah, like a lot of it is just not knowing so that might come out in frustration, mm -hmm. aggression, mm -hmm. when you feel that you are in a particular or under a particular label, you become that. So a lot of my young people have become that. So they've come and they, they've got a, a uniform or a particular type of look. face form or look. And you can just break that down with love and just understanding and listening and understand. And you know, then when the trust is there, you're able to advise, you're able to help and support along and you these, the hardness is gone. And um, you can see uh, people thrive. So um, I think, yeah, in that same way, how how would you advise? General? I mean, you came here in your thirties, or you were thirty, and you know, just a young woman. You've done so much. Like, how would you? Like, in how would you kind of empower? You know, us, my generation, even younger. Like, how how would you like? advise us oh yeah <laughs> i mean you know there's certain things that you you are doing now mm -hmm. you know you, you help create uh, the west indian community center right mm -hmm. and that is that is uh, an amazing place where up until a couple of years ago you had all different generations coming in there Mm -hmm. um, you know, they'd, they'd have their christenings, their, their, their um, funerals, you know, it's from cradle mm, the to the grave type mm -hmm. stuff but, that you did. But aside from like the stuff you've done, like just generally in a human sense, like what would you, like if I was like, grandma, like how would you, how do I navigate this world? <laughs> <laughs> Here in, in the UK, yeah, just in like London. How, no, just how, you know, as a, You've gone through Windrush, you've, you've come and started like, I know you've done loads of things that my dad was saying, but like just, what advice? Oh dear. Oh. <laughs> you, um, you know, everybody is different, you know, and Everybody sees things differently mm. and they act differently. Yeah, true. You know, and, um, this is why, you know, at the center I was running, 
the young people came uh, came there. We, I tried to encourage them mm -hmm. to get together, mm -hmm. you know, and discuss what they think that they would like to do. And mm -hmm. you know, and they start. Sometimes they would start it, and mm -hmm. few, you know, they'd come a few evenings, and then afterwards, it one got killed, mm -hmm. and then I never saw them again. Yeah. You know. Because they come with big, nice, good ideas how they would like to see things, mm. but and things change. Sometimes, yeah, mm. I agree. Mm. Sometimes, not you can't, not you can't win everyone. No, and I've come to learn with yeah. young people as well. Mm. Even with every good intention, mm. some take it. Actually, few take it. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's what happens, yeah. you know. So I, I would sort of think it's not from lack of trying because I'm hearing, mm -hmm. you know, you do give the advice, mm -hmm. you give the help. And, um, you know, everyone sort of puts in whatever they can to mm -hmm. encourage and help. And I guess, you know, in terms of the changes, um, <clears throat> I've been here long enough to see some changes and, mm -hmm. and you know, some charities doing some great work out there, empowering mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. And obviously, you know, coming from Hackney, I mean, you see Hackney now has totally changed. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Yeah, actually. Hackney is so different. Yeah, I mean, to, to, I remember when I was you leaving know? school mm. and, and I went to Hackney College and said, what are you going to Hackney College for? I said, oh, you know, it, it, it just seemed just a natural thing to do. And, and mm. obviously, I did my um, A-levels at Hackney College mm. and w one of the people that I met, Steve Mangold, um, mm. um, from St. Vincent. Yeah, I don't know if you can find it. Can you find a St. Vincent flag here? Which um, one? Just a minute. Um, where is it? Um, <laughs> uh, uh, no, that's Barbados. Um, where it is it? Uh, 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 I wouldn't know which uh, one. I don't even know. That's the other thing. We yeah, need to I know, know I, I know them. There's a Jamaican one. There's yeah, a St. Lucia that's, that's one. St. Lucia. Yeah. The, the one on the Trinidad. Which is Trinidad? The, the red with the... Look, the one under there, that one. That one. This one here? Yeah. That one. This that one. one. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. St. Vincent is, um, is similar to ours, but it's... Yeah. yeah. That looks good. That would no, be... That not not I guess maybe a little bits of some of those flags. Not that. No, no. Um, very bottom, mm -hmm. no? Maybe he's not got all here. the flags. Maybe I haven't got it. <laughs> it's there, but you know, yeah. you know, as they cut it. Oh, that's St. Vincent. Where? This one there. No, go on in the middle there. Go up again. No, go up, go up. No, that's this not one? cross. This one. That's this one. Oh, right, okay. That's St. Vincent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so, I mean, I, Steve, I Steve, Steve was my role model. And uh, I got to know Steve Matt. Steve is another one I told, I told off about St. Vincent. Really? Yeah, I, 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 and he was at your sister's funeral. Yeah, I know he was. And then he comes in and laughing. I said, you, you were let down because they were relying on him to help to, to build it up because the person who was there he was there from the, for a long time yeah. and he's gone back to St. Vincent. And, and, and it's just, all these young people, they, they, all they do is talk. Yeah. I told him, so I said, all you all do is talk, you know, and the people are relying on you to bring it, to bring up the, the organization mm -hmm. and you didn't do. He said, oh, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no and, and I suppose um, for me that the Hackney connection, um, I love the diversity. It's very similar to Islington, but but I could see there was a lot of um, 
tough areas, you know, that there was... Because I, I know you lived in Hackney for, for a bit as well. Mm, there's a, a, yeah, me is. Mm, yeah. Not for, you know. Mm. Sort of Graham Road, somewhere mm. around that. No, um, it's by um, uh, Dawson Junction. Dawson Junction, mm. yeah, yeah. Graham Road. Yeah, yeah, Graham Road. Mm. And, and, and I asked them, um, mm. there, there, there was definitely um, a lot of dip, depravity there. There's loads of shabins and illegal mm. gambling joints mm. and mm. drug supplying areas. Um, even in the 70s, and I'm thinking, wow, this, you know, the difference between Islington and Hackney was mm. green lanes, mm. and it was literally... Mm. Um, certain parts of Hackney is beautiful then, but there's certain deprived areas, and it's, it's amazing how it's moved on uh, mm. so much. But, and, and uh, you know, working with Voyage Youth, uh, the charity uh, that you worked with, with the, the, the community centre, um, we see some of our young people um, really de being defined by the environment. They're, 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 even though they've got practically every bit of communication in one of these, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. anywhere in the world, mm -hmm. they just seem to be restricted to their environment, their ends, as they call it, mm -hmm. and um, just trying to uh, assist them to empower themselves to know their rights, responsibilities, to develop positive peer-to-peer -peer mentoring, and, and, you know, it's all about choices, you know, mm. making those right sort of choices. Mm. And we're still doing that now, you know, Voyages just down in um, mm -hmm. uh, Kingsland Road. And um, it, 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 I, I think um, it, it, it's so important that we're all doing it. I know you, you're doing similar sort of work with your um, charity in um, Edmonton. And, and, you know, all sorts of still giving back. And, and I think that, that that's, that's um, you know, that's what I take from you. It doesn't stop. You know, it's, you know, it's 24-7 sometimes, mm -hmm. 365. Um, and you can't just think, oh, you know, I'm fine, I'm retired now. I wish I could. I mean, I wish I could just, when someone rings and I can say, oh, actually, I can't help you. I'm retired now. I've been retired. I've been retired 10 years. I just cannot believe it. Is it 10 I've, years? Yeah, I retired in 2013, Mum. I joined the Met 40 years ago. Oh, bloody hell. Yeah, same year I married Gretel. <laughs> Yeah, it's amazing. Time flies. Yeah, yep. yeah. Yeah. Had any you really touch on is the tension between being black and British. Mm -hmm. Like, I guess, what it looks like to have two identities in yourself. Mm -hmm. It'd be really interesting, I guess, to kind of hear you reflect on. Because for a lot of our white counterparts, people are like, why do you, why do you need to be black? It's yeah. sort of, like, especially if you're a Christian. Yeah. It's like, oh, but we're all the same. Yeah, um, yeah. And so I think it's really important um, for you guys to kind of point to like, to, to love one isn't to not love the other. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think if, if you could, I guess, just kind of draw on that thing of two identities. And what does that look like? Maybe there's tension there. Maybe yeah, it's yeah. easy, maybe it's chill, maybe you don't even think about it. Mm. But it feels really important to bring out. Okay, okay. I think that's a good point. Um, mm. Now, because um, one of the things, especially with, with Voyage, um, I don't know if you get it in your schools, uh, Leah, um, or in the centre, Mum, um, is around um, you young people. Um, want any drinks? You, you can't down. talk. It's an important bit. Sit down. It's mm. weird, no, no. weird, weird, natural. But you need we? to be in this conversation. Don't yeah, get involved. Yeah, I'm listening. I'm listening. Go on. Okay. okay. Right. So um, the 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 fact that so many of our young people lose their sense of identity. Um, identity is really important. A lot of identity is through social media, unfortunately. A lot of our young people, you know, what is it to be um, black in 
this country no, like in Britain? Some, no, for example, for you, because mm. obviously you were born in England, mm. you've gone back, but you'll be seen as a posh black man. In fact, they might say you're white, whiteified, mm. yeah? Which is some, a comment, you know, I've had in the past. It's like, mm. I'm, you know, I'm black, but at the same time, because I don't, I don't talk ghetto, I don't have the Caribbean accent, then mm. either I'm whiteified or like which one, you know, yeah, what, what is what it? Side, what is it? What yeah, side you and especially on. exactly. Not, yeah, yeah, they, so I know them. That that that. Yeah, so it's up, like, yeah. but um, like for like I was saying, for you, you went to um, school in Jamaica. Day. You came here, but obviously to the Caribbeans, if you go back home. It's a different feel. You're a different, but you're definitely a black British man. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They, 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 yeah. Yes. I, they call me a Jew Faken. You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm a fake Jamaican, Jew Faken. You know, that that's. that's yeah, and I how do you yeah. feel about being called a Jew Faken? Do you care? Well, I, I mean, to be quite honest, I, I, you know, in a lot of ways, um, I, I know I'm between two opportunities. You know, I've got my British side, I've got my Caribbean, Jamaican side, and I, I feel a greater sense of mm. who I am. That, that's why, you know, when they do a census or you do a form or whatever, mm. I, you know, I, 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 I'm black Caribbean, you know, mm. or, or, and, or Caribbean, um, you know, um, British, you know, because I, I, I don't, I bring them together. Mm. I think it's really important to bring them together, because I know my identity has got history then, because, mm -hmm. you know, I, I don't just stop back at Jamaica, I talk about Africa. Um, in a lot of ways, that's how I, I'm mainly a lot of my friends in um, Hackney, when I used to go to Hackney College, um, they were mainly from Africa, you know, they're from Nigeria, Ghana, um, Sierra Leone. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I identified with a lot of African people. I, I had, in those days, more African friends than Caribbean friends. I suppose that's in a lot of ways how, um, you know, one of my school friends, um, Omar, Nigerian, met, um, you know, joined us together on a blind date 47 years ago. <laughs> it was amazing. But I mean, it's, uh, for me, I, I just wish that more uh, young people would embrace mm. their cultural, an historical um, background more, um, and 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 so it just helps them to to, mm. to to have a wider view of themselves. But it's it's interesting because people from other countries, like Mario from Mexico, and people from America, they'll be like, "Why does every black person feel they have to break down their their heritage?" Because when you go to uh, America, you're an African American or you're black American. The end. When you're Mexico, no matter what skin, you're Mexican. They're like, it's the only country where you're like, well, I'm quarter Caribbean, I'm this, I'm quarter this, I'm this and that. And some people, it's an interesting um, notion that why do we, because naturally if someone asks me where I'm from, I'm not just going to be like, oh, I'm British, I'm black British. I'm like used to saying, well, actually my mum's this, my dad's that. That's normal to me, but people are like, why do, why do you feel the need to break it down? Which is interesting, because it's like, do I need to prove my blackness? Well, I can't. I can't just say mm -hmm. I'm British. British. Is it? I don't know if it's just a thing that we do, or I need to like. Well, actually, yeah, no, I'm British, but I'm actually, you know, this and this and that. But I'm actually very British, because if you put me in Nigeria now, 
I'm just like, rah. <laughs> even Jamaica, like I... No, you don't. Very I good. In, yeah. Although, one thing about Jamaica, when I went to Jamaica, I was like, oh, I actually fit in. Like, I felt like, even, it was weird. Even when I just merged in, there was nothing different about me. Mm. I was like, this is very interesting. Although, if, you know, obviously in their ways, I'll stick out like a thumb, but just generally the look and the feel with the people, I was like, this is definitely my identity. But it's interesting that I, I like, if someone asked me, I'm just, I don't just say I'm British. It's interesting like, because I remember when I first took Leah to Nigeria and you were like five years old and we got to the airport and Leah hung on to me and she said, Where are the, why are there so many black people, brown people, as you, why are there so many black people around here? <laughs> She'd never seen so many black people in her yeah, life. Yeah. It was shocking for a five-year-old. And that's what used to Because travel. she grew up in, I, in, in a white environment, mm. and suddenly all these black people, and she yeah. clung on to me. She'd never experienced that. And I, I think that um, until I, I, I didn't actually, the first time I went on a plane, I was, I was 20 years old. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's old. <laughs> I mean, mm -hmm. um, I, I, other times I'd travelled by boat, mm -hmm. um, but I, I saw the importance of young people travelling as much as they can, mm -hmm. going to see different cultures, mm -hmm. get, getting a sense of different um, environments, the mm -hmm. food, I think it's really important to, yeah. to you know, oh, yeah, just like... What, that is what I always um, say to my friends, they must encourage their children, mm. you know to mix, mm -hmm. you know, to go out, mm. you know, because, because sometimes a lot of our, uh, my friends, they don't invite, they don't invite the children to the, to the functions that mm. they have, and the children never see and they never know what mm. is happening. Experience the Caribbean yeah, yeah. Because I, I think that helps, uh, helps someone yeah. Yeah. to, to, to know who they it are. It can be a complex, because yeah. I know even for me, like I said, because I, I was in quite predominantly white schools, but then my cousins were very African. Because but then I was getting in looked Africa, after. Yeah. But then mm. I was getting looked after my Caribbean grandparents. Mm. So there was a level, and then I'm quite, you know, East End British. Mm. You know, East London has a feel. So they're even up to nowadays. They're like, you can't. It's a like. Obviously, Maybe. I'm fine, and I I love it. I love the difference of it. But there is this whole. Mm. I'm British, but I'm not quite, but then I am, but, you know, so mm. it's did that, did interesting. That help, did that help, like, like, you went to a Christian school? Your, yeah. You and your brothers went to a uh, Christian school, Davin in, in Loughton. So, obviously, you know, you, there's a, a Christian ethos. Did you, did you, again, did that help you? It was very interesting because I went to a Christian, not really. Oh. I went to a Christian school, but there was still... No, White and we were the black ones that came from East London on the 20. Yeah, okay. To so okay. like the richer areas in Loughton. And then I was going to a very black church in Hackney, <laughs> where it went on for about 10 hours. <laughs> and they're singing into a microphone, which is just blowing eardrums. And then I'll have to go to children's or youth church, and it's um, no resources, very boring, waiting for you guys to finish your 10 hour service. So um, my associations. <laughs> I'll tell you the most refreshing thing that happened is when I went to ECC. Man. That that made a difference to me, the, because that was the, for the first time I'd ever seen like the combination of there was white, black, Asian, and it was and it worked. It was like the cultures complemented each other. Mm. I think you had the white side that kept the structure not too long <laughs> <laughs> and brought resources, mm. 
and then you had like obviously the black influence of even like the worship and then and just like and it seemed to work really well and that's why I felt really comfortable there and part of it I felt like because there was so much difference and I actually felt like I fit, fit in and youth so that was actually probably a really good decision because that was after the the black church we went to, which really put me off. <laughs> if you continued that, you would have lost me. <laughs> um, because it was, such, it was such a contrast to school. Mm. I remember they said we had to do a church project, like right about our church. Mm. Um, um, and everyone had like St. John's and this. And I, had, I was too embarrassed to say it's called Hepsiba. Hepsiba. <laughs> and then we had to take pictures of the thing. And I'm like, in this church, some in random in this song, in, I was like, in Hackney, in some it was a really but, down but, but no, but, but the reason probably why is also is the contrast of where I went to school, where I'm going to church, then I got home. Like, it's just interesting. But ECC kind of brought it all together. There was African Caribbean, English. It just felt. But like you know, one of the things that I, I, even now um, I, I do appreciate those. I wouldn't say 10 hours, but there were definitely a few yeah, hours. Now it's um, an older. Yeah, I can even do 10 hours. I, 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 exactly. But I wouldn't put my kids through that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, you, you know your mum could. She, she did these night vigils. She did eight that's, hours just recently. That's, that's quite... That's a cultural African, thing. African, that, That's yeah. a very cultural I thing. I grew up in it. Yeah, but I, I, I really do see the importance of church um, um, sort of waiting on the Lord type stuff, you know? a lot Because I used to think, right, church it is, right, in and out. Off we go. Yeah, but yeah. sometimes you just have to wait and just, you know, what is the Holy Spirit saying to you? Um, you know, no, when and it's not always going to no, be... No, when you're a teenager and you're hungry yeah. and then <laughs> you haven't had breakfast and this is 4 p.m. No, no, I agree. I'm, I'm not saying it yeah. should be four hours. But yeah. I, I just think maybe yeah. it's, it's a... No, but it is that blend, though. When you yeah. find a place that has that beautiful blend of waiting on the Lord and also... Not like, because I don't, obviously structure is, but again, it's embracing. The but does it, does it also have to have that sort of cultural awareness and that minister to different cultures and I think background? it naturally can happen. I think when you're not so sensitised, I don't know, location matters as well. Mm. Like, I think the East London is beautifully mixed as mm. well. So if you're in a place where it's like that, you just, the because, church I mean, is probably when, when you go to Hackney now, it, it, it mm. bears no comparison to what it was yeah. in, in the 70s. Because it was Hackney we went to church. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and Hackney was, you know, even we, we went to Hefsibah. I, I mean, that was in downtown Hackney, <laughs> Arcola Street, where people were supplying drugs. There were feuds between yeah. gangs, you yeah. know, the, the, you name it. Because remember, I policed it as a sergeant mm -hmm. and a superintendent. So, I, you know, I, even though I went to college there, I had a sense of what was going on. But to police there and a third of my mm -hmm. 30 years was in Hackney. I, I've seen it move to where we are now. And, and, and I think it just, it's more of a melting pot. You know, before there used to be sort of garrisons of black communities, you know, um, in like Church Street, um, we can't afford Church Street now, but I mean, you know, you, you, you'll get them in like Clissold area and all that sort of thing, um, and Newington Green, but now um, it, it's a lot more diverse, you've you got a lot more of a mix. And I, and I think that's, that for me, that I, worshiping in Hackney, again, most of my, my, my adult life has been worshiping in Hackney in one form or another, 
is um, showing that churches are moving on um, and understanding the, the diversity mix and, and all the things that um, are important. But I think it's the relevance to our younger generation. Mm. How relevant mm. is church to that younger generation? Is it um, really answering those questions those young people want? Uh, and, well, you'll know, um, Gretel, because you, uh, well, both Gretel mm -hmm. and yourself work with the, um, when I brought over Nikki Cruz in 2006 yeah. and their outreach team. And we went all the different estates in, not only in Hackney, but in Waltham Forest. And it was so important Sorry. to not only have the, the relevant questions answered for them, but to signpost them and say, well, listen, you know, you shouldn't just identify with just the colour of your skin and your heritage, but, you know, the, the, mm, the, the gospel, the good yeah. news gives you a chance to understand that, you, you know, we, we, we are all the same. I'm not saying being colourblind, I think it's very important to know your heritage and your culture, but you, you have no, to understand. But it is a deeper meaning. It's not, it is, when you do find that, like in Youth Wave, when I found that fit in church, it was definitely beyond the cultural. It Because of that like-minded, like, oh, these are young people, actually, who love Jesus. I was like, and they're not geeky mm. or weird. Yeah. I was like, wow, this I didn't know this existed like this. Mm. You know, and I, I, yeah. I, I, I think which was which kept me actually in my like teen, late sort of adolescent time. Yeah, yeah, that was really helpful because that's mm. where I found some true friends that we kind of did life together. Mm. Mm. And again, choosing your friends wisely um, really is important because uh, lifelong friends with with Lee, my best friend, you know, um, having that trust in that person that, you know, and we all, we all know the importance of friends, or obviously our family, but good friends that tell you what you need to know, not just what you like to hear, type thing. I, I think it's really um, so important. So, I mean, I yeah, yeah. Um, I want to stay on the topic of church. Mm -hmm. Jesse, we'd love to know what church was like in St. Lucia. Mm -hmm. oh. Sort of the experience. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. some of the best parts of church being diversity. Yeah. 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 From the time you're little, your parents, your parents are going. They're not leaving. They're going to leave you at home. You know, we go to church, and then in the afternoon, three o'clock, we go to Sunday school. You know, the island itself has, you know, been it's um, the British fought with the French fourteen times for that little island. You know, and, and you know the reason for that because they use the island. So um, when this, when they, um, when they, they rob in the boats, you know, with the, with, with the different stuff, they would take the stuff to um, to safeguard it in the island, you know. So that is why the French fought with the British, you know. And, but, um, so, Mom, how was it for you in, in the churches? The difference yeah. between here oh. and there. How how did it feel for you? Yeah. 
it's not, it wasn't the same, but you know, I had to accept what I, what I have here. Yeah. It was not the same at all. Mm. Mm. But, okay. I, but I, I still go to, go to church, but it's not the same. Yeah. You know. mm. okay. But I mean, um, I, to be quite honest, my, 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 mm? my, my impression of church, um, especially when I, I, I left, um, because when, when I was born in Islington, the first church I remember, St. Mary Magdalene in, in Hall Road, and it's very formal. And, and so when, when I, I left it, admittedly I was only five, um, when um, you know, I left um, that church, and, um, and then I went to Jamaica, and it was this, these beautiful colonial churches, you know, they were open air and, you know, it, it, it um, and you could hear that you could hear them singing the gospel down the road because the churches had no doors, you know, they were just well, in Jamaica. In Jamaica, yeah. Do, do you know what surprised me when you took me there when I was, I think, 21, the latest, I was, I was about 20 or 21. Yeah. I was so shocked how on the Sunday we were in Mandeville, everyone goes to church. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When yeah. we were driving, I don't even think we were going to church, we were going for a visit somewhere yeah everyone was like walking to church it was yeah. just like the mm. thing everyone That's does right. yeah, the honestly the everyone was in the sunday's best i was like and they wow. dressed up not as now well. but yeah. not now in but when i grew up yeah everybody on yeah. sunday went everyone to, went to church yeah. you went I to found the, that fascinating. Catholic, mm. church of england methodist mm. gospel what oh, um what's it called yeah. everybody but it was part of the week it's like yeah yeah yeah, but I think, again, it, it, that was something, it sort of passed on from generation mm. to generation. It was a generational thing. You go to church. Um, it doesn't matter what you were doing during the week. Yeah, you yeah. go to church and pay respect. Yeah, and, you right. know, mm. and some people were into all sorts of crazy stuff, but they still tithe, mm. you know, that sort of stuff. Mm. Um, mm. And, and I remember as a, um, as a youngster, um, so I'm five, six years old, and I was the only... Um, young person with a London accent because I still had my London accent. Mm. So they would pay me to speak. <laughs> what? So I said, yeah. At the church? No, 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 not oh. at the church. No, in, in the compound. Oh. No, no, even at church, don't we have a young man from London and he wants to speak about, you know. And I said, do I? That's, <laughs> that's why you love talking so much. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Play to your strength. Anyway, so it ends up that um, I used to hold church in the compound mm. in, in, in Spanish town because I, I, you know, they would pay me to be inside. I would hold church. And, they used to, and my mum used to say, well, you have all them children around you like that, looking at, you know, mm. talking church. And I said, mum, I'm, I'm holding church. So they started to call me Deacon. <laughs> so I, I had this nickname, Deacon, from, mm. you know, so, so I... I, I, I I must admit, for me, church was was um, an experience to not only um, know the Lord, but it was it was a, a melting pot for people to learn from each other, you know, and and, and they learned from me, you know, because they only heard a London accent on the movies because you mm. didn't have TVs in those days. Mm. So if they go to the pictures, uh, uh, the picture houses, they used to call them not not even cinemas, they used to call them mm. picture houses, um, you know, they would. That's the only time they hear a London accent. So, and then so coming back to church, um, I did find it difficult because all of a sudden, 
I wasn't the novelty. You, you, know? you didn't get the attention, darling. Yeah, it might have been a bit of that. <laughs> a bit of that. Um, you know me too well. Anyway, um, so as a result of that, I, I, I felt, um, again, this is where um, you have to have some sort of exposure where church is doing something different. Mm. For me, going back into church was through the Boy Scouts. Mm. You know, I, I, I like the the whole ethos of, you know, um, scouting, you know, first aid, you know, all the different um, things. And I thought the church was really good. Like, and I remember the Boys Brigade. Do you remember the Boys Brigade? They used to march along yeah. the streets. Yeah. On a, was, that, was it Sunday or yeah. Saturday? You know, and, and they were doing their processions. I, I just loved all that. Uh, I mean, that, maybe that influenced me to play the trumpet at, at one stage. But the, 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 those are the sort of things that uh, I really think just gives you a wider sense of self and what you can do. Mm -hmm. And, you know, churches, for me, was very important. Mm -hmm. Now, it's not it's that sort not of emphasis, this, it's not you know, and, and it's how did churches mm. understand the different diversity. Mm. Um, and, you know, I suppose Windrush is one of those things that are really helping people to, to know about their history, mm -hmm. but also just capture the here and now. So, yeah, so what's true. the difference? And how can we improve things? And how can we understand more? And how can we, how can we build on that? Um, mm -hmm. for, for obvious reasons, because I mean, if you don't make that sort of connection, mm -hmm. it, it might, you know, you might not be able to help those young people who need that support or they need, or even that older person might need that support. Um, we've already talked about mental health, etc. We we need to be anchored in the community. We need to understand what they're going through, what ident identity is about, what is being black and British, black and mixed heritage and British. You know, all of these different things. How does that play it, itself out? And it's a very complex issue. I, you know, I don't think we're going to get it over this meal, but I think it's really important that these sort of things are being discussed. You know, and, and that's the other thing. How often do you just sit around and have a chat over, uh, over a meal? I mean... <laughs> seldom. Seldom, yeah. I mean, that, that for me, growing up, was one of the most important things. Mum and Dad said, right, sit around the table, we're going to eat. And there was no negotiation. All right, after that, but that, that was the importance of breaking bread, fellowshipping, which I, I think there's still a place for that, but everything's Uber Eats and, you know. Oh, phones. <laughs> Everyone's oh, on their phone. Sorry, one more question mm -hmm. for you. Um, what would you, this is for everybody to answer, I guess, um, what would you love for the legacy of, like, the Windrush generation to be for, like, future generation, those that are still here with us today, and what, what legacy would you like the Windrush generation to kind of stamp their mark on? <laughs> <laughs> what should what 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 would you like to be remembered by? <laughs> Trying to help to get everybody together, looking together, you know. You uh, you know, getting out, you know, and. And that's center that I fought for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> and that's what I want. To, I want to get get, get back. So mm. you know. Yeah, the, the the West Indian Community Center is so important. Mm -mm. Um, it engages a lot of people. Um, 
I, I, I mean, it, especially, um, I, I suppose, it, knowing what I know about, um, when is this actually coming out? The 24th, right? Mm -hmm. uh, when are we going to? 25th. 25th, 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 right. Um, I, I think, because we're not, we're not going to um, Buckingham Palace till the, what, the 16th, is it? 14th. 14th, 14th. Okay, I think, I, I think we can mention it in this shot. Okay, okay, um, just give a rough idea of what's happened. Um, King Charles, <laughs> don't like to drop names, but King Charles, as, um, <laughs> I cannot review. <laughs> 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 I know, I know. King, King Charles has commissioned um, portraits of ten people across the UK, and um, Jesse's one of them. And that portrait is going to be unveiled at Buckingham Palace on the sixteenth. Fourteenth. Fourteenth. Sorry, sorry. I don't know if I got sixteenth. But anyway, For, yeah. 14th of June or June? 14th, yeah, oh, yeah, 14th of June. June. Yeah, yeah in, in, the, in the next uh, yeah, couple of weeks. Yeah. And um, I, I suppose it, one of the reasons why I, I think Jessie was um, chosen wasn't because she's um, from that generation, but I think it's because she's con still contributed so much and she's still doing that. Um, and I suppose the was brought to the attention of, of the king from various um, steps and it's led to the unveiling of, the, of this portrait and that's going to be um, um, go it's going to be launched in a one of these royal document type things a brochure of some some form and um, I don't know you don't you even know. know more than me well, well this is what this is what the the royal household has told me, Mum. Um, but anyway, they, they're going to have this brochure, and then um, the portrait is going to be on these billboards all over the country. So um, I suppose that's one of your biggest legacies that you know pe people will know uh, Jesse Stevens. Because in all honesty, you what you said there about coming together, helping people, connecting people re-encouraging people is great but you know you're not people don't know about you and the other nine people have been doing stuff and I think it's really important that everyone knows about it and that's why even though Windrush was a came to notice because of the scandal with the people being um, you know, sent back to the different countries and all that but what, what I'm really pleased that at least they're turning it around to something positive and uh, even the, uh, the king has realised that um, key people in the community who have been doing some great stuff quietly uh, and unassumingly uh, are going to be highlighted so um, I, think, I think that's something that could definitely be um, added so I mean that you can't get any bigger legacy than that you know <laughs> can you? <laughs> I don't embarrass you, but I mean, it is, it is a pretty cool thing um, um, just to be uh, chosen uh, to do that. And, um, you know, it's, it's, I, th I think that's the other thing that comes out of that is, is admiration um, for you and your generation um, to 
know that you've gone through so much, you know, similar to what my parents' generation um, get, went through. Mm. And you came out with a smile on your face, mm. you know, and joy in your heart, and you, you, you yeah. kept it positive. <clears throat> you, you haven't sort of felt, well, I'm, I'm not going to let them get you down. Some people, unfortunately, have not been that resilient uh, for all sorts of reasons, but I think that's, I've learned from you, is resilience. Mm. You know, bouncing back um, uh, when things... Next, were... yeah. <laughs> Would you like to talk? Um, <laughs> well, I, I think listening to you and, um, and us talking about you know, what has changed, what I would like to hear, obviously, is a different narrative that, you know, after all the efforts, the hard work, the, the resilience, everything you've sort of encapsulated in what you just said, Leroy, is that this next generation and future generations will have a different narrative from what we're here today. Mm. Because, you know, here you are, Mom, you're 96, you got here in, when you were 30, how many years later? Yeah, uh, six, 66, yeah. 66 years later, you... you so feel it hasn't really changed from your experience, mm -hmm. obviously. And Leah, I guess, you know, as a pro teacher uh, and, and your students' um, experiences is sounding to me pretty much the same. Uh, so I would like to the next generation to have a different narrative. I'd like to hear changes, you know, that, oh, wow, that happened in your years. We, we're having a different you know, life, where, we, where, where we're accepted for who we are, where we sort of feel we're British and born here and not feeling we need to break down every, you know, uh, section of where we come from, you know. Um, so that's how I would, what I would like to hear. Yeah, I think, um, I just hope it doesn't get lost um, because of time or because you know, the Windrush generation, you know, passes. Oops. So. Yeah, but I, I, you know, by the sounds of, you know, just the up and coming generations, I feel like it's, it's precious. So there's a lot of people fighting to keep it alive mm -hmm. and embrace it. And that's, yeah. I think that's the beauty of the younger generations. There's a lot of tenacity and a lot of passion. Mm -hmm. And actually I feel that that generation will like bring things alive that, you know, have maybe been lost. So I actually have a lot of hope in like, generations to come. There's a lot more openness to, you know, seeing... See, it's interesting, on. actually, you saying that, because, you know, I come from a generation of my dad being Jewish and parents coming from Holocaust. And, um, and it's only through what I've learnt on TV and... and the you know, younger lot, investigating. Like, wow, yeah. this is what happened to my, you know, my yeah. grandparents, you know, they died in Auschwitz, and, you know, this is what they experienced. I saw it on TV. And for me, it was like, wow, you know, this is my Jewish heritage from my dad. Although I grew up in Nigeria, in Africa, you know, in African culture. But, you know, trying to understand a bit of my dad's... Um, culture because he this sort of fled from, from Germany to UK and then went to live in Africa. Mm. But I didn't talk very much about the war. Mm -hmm. um, and I just had to catch little bits of it because it, it, it was probably mm. something that Maybe gave too me a lot of mm -hmm. yeah, pain. Triggers, yeah. yeah and it, it, it sort mm. of avoided talking about his Jewish heritage and, and that sort of thing. But 
I sort of learnt a lot through TV and you know mm. books and that. I feel like the grandchildren and the great grandchildren are the ones that are going to unpick everything. They're like, I want to know what was, uh, you know, you hear about. I think even one of you, I think in the meeting when you were talking about where you're from and just just how you were talking about your mind. And, and I feel like it's that generation that actually wants to look and wants to have these conversations. Like, even the fact you guys have made this happen, mm -hmm. this is like a deeper level of knowing about Windrush than as opposed to just factual. It's like, you want raw so truth. This is it's somebody the, with the nuances of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I feel like, obviously not disrespecting your generation, obviously theirs was survival, yours was establishing foundations. Mm. But now I think we've got a bit more of a springboard to like, okay, what less what was what this how been. can we actually make you know things go further than just like okay stability and keeping it like that and i think um that those generations were a bit more risk and, challenge, and, and challenging, challenging more i think yeah. it's really important that yeah because you know, cause, you know <coughs> as i say power's never given you have to grab it mm. you've got to try and get something from it and and, and understand that the it sometimes you, it's what you do, it's not so much what people do for you. Um, so I, I think that that's uh, a key part of uh, survival, really, you know. Mm. Uh, what are your anchors? Um, mm. You know, a lot of people is their, their, their family, a lot of people is their faith, um, their identity, you know. What, what, what gives you that resilience to bounce back? Uh, and, and it's those life skills that I think sometimes we lose. We don't get the, that, that sort of um, understanding of, um, well, actually, don't do that because we tried it many years ago and it didn't work. You know, so um, listen to us, at least to say, well, listen, there's different ways of, of doing things and, and um, learning from past experiences, um, I think it's um, very important. But uh, there, there's something you said about... Um, the Holocaust, which I, I think it was really important because they, they've done a s similar to what they're doing with the Windrush generation, they've done it with the Holocaust. And th that program, I think, gave me more of an understanding when you saw them unveil the pictures mm. of those Holocaust victims and showing back where they, where they mm. had, had to go through. That sort of, for the first time, I, I, I can understand when you take, you know, six million people perished at the hands of the Nazis. But it can still seem just like numbers. Mm -hmm. But these are all human beings with mm -hmm. families. Uh, and it's when it's the, the people who had gone through that, you know, there were young children, they survived um, the gas chambers uh, or the, the Nazi occupations all over Europe. And including your father, you know, the mm. fact that he was able to mm. survive all that and come over here. Mm. Um, that's, that that's the, shows the importance of the narrative, you know, and the nuances. Stories. You know, what, what pe because, and, and knowing that if you can do it, you know, go through adversity, I'm saying go through gas chambers or anything like that, but I'm talking about if you can get through difficulties and challenges, then you know, it just encourages you to think, well, I can go through that. Mm. Uh, and I suppose that's, that's the, one of the key things. That. Yeah, you know. Build on uh, the foundations. Absolutely. And um, get, get some real um, sense of hope. Mm. Um, if there's anything that bothers me is when people um, lack hope, an aspiration, uh, and, and a sense of, well, this is it. 
and they don't care if they live or die, mm. and they don't care if anyone else lives and dies. And they sense, well, a man got to do what a man got to do, and we just do it. Uh, and they just don't worry about tomorrow. And so, yeah, uh, we, we need to be giving hope. And I think as a church, you know, the good news, uh, the gospel, the, the way, you know, again, those stories are just, you know, not just, you know, in the New Testament, but yeah. And, um, I know I self pulled it out by mistake. You pulled it out? Yeah, I was trying to get my chain and I pulled it out. Oh, right, okay. Is this it? Yeah. Is it? Does it need to connect it? No, honestly, I feel like that was a very natural like, landing. Oh, right, yeah, okay. I was actually okay, going to okay, say I might need to. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, if that's yeah, okay. I think, I think the that's... way you landed it, we're done now, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, Leo struggled with being part of this, but I think you've been... Oh, you will. Yeah. ...held it together. Yeah. No, it was just like... Yeah, it was... There was such a because it is yeah. so like, yeah. mate, you're amazing. Like, she's, can you imagine? I'll take one myself. Honestly. You're like the royalty. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, really good. No, yeah. It was nice. Two hours. Because you talked for about two hours of it. I'm joking. Exactly. No, it's good. It's good. You've got the experience more so with the product of Wimrush. My friend here wasn't going to talk much. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. What's up, what are you talking about? I know. Beginning, mum was on fire with I know. <laughs> I was trying to get it all going. For someone who ain't going to talk much, you talk a lot. Yeah, I can't That was really good. I was wondering where you're sticking to. Actually, I literally, I was, as you were talking, I was like writing down notes. I was like, this makes so much sense. This is so good. It's like, okay. yeah. so, and, and it felt so beautifully natural. Yeah. That's the thing. I think if you don't have your script there, you'd have been like, yeah. what did you yeah. think? Yeah. And it would have been a stick. No, that's why I put it away. Yeah, no, but that's what I'm saying is instead we just watched a beautiful conversation happen around food. Yeah. Okay. And talked yeah. about real privilege. Yeah. Like, that's the yeah. thing. Well, I, I think all those prep conversations really helped, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, just how we structured the, the day. Yeah. Sure. And to get the best out of Jesse, because I, I think that, that was really important that, uh, yeah. Did you feel comfortable? Thank you. It's okay. <laughs> no, no. I didn't know. I didn't know what I was coming into. Yeah. I didn't know. Well, <laughs> well, you were okay, mom. Yeah. 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 Were you able to eat your food properly, guys? Do you want to have some? Yeah. Yeah. You know, eat some. He's still mic'd up. They want something else from me. Oh, okay. Oh, no, no. I'm okay. Okay. All right. One more second. We're just gonna get you to sort of give like almost like an intro. Okay. Just to like tell us. Who you are? Mm -hmm. and you, and oh. you, sort of just in case we need the like, the, like the, yeah, like the cold hard facts. If there's okay. something that we're sitting there, it's like oh, it doesn't quite make sense. So it would just be like a okay. minute, of just like. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah, yeah. Have one of those, please. I've never had one. Yeah, have one. Have one. At least try a festival. You've never had a festival. Yeah, we just. Oh, no, I have to dip it in. Dip it in the sauce. Yes, I'm ready. It's very fattening. I don't yeah, eat I them prefer, very often. I prefer a dumpling to Thank a festival. You. Yeah. yeah. 
It's the cornmeal. It's weird. I'm like, this is gritty. Yeah, yeah. You know what my uncle puts in it? Um, yeah, um, cream soda. Really? Yeah, and it makes it sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like a dumpling with a lot of sugar. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no. It's how the it's how the small yeah. it's how the antiquans do. Yeah, drink yeah, one. Yeah, it's Atkins saltfish, that sort of thing. That's a lot of footage to go through in the next couple of weeks, isn't it? I was taking. All oh, right, okay. <laughs> We've worked together for long enough that I was like. I'm going to give you notes. I don't have timestamps for very obvious reasons, but I have Thank edits. you. Sometimes, oh. as much as it's a lot of work, the best thing to do is to sit through. Yeah. Because sometimes if you take notes, it's okay to try to just go through and go through bits. Oh, right. But there's okay. something that someone said somewhere that's just that, that's gold and you'll miss it if you don't sit and watch them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it takes a bit of discipline. Yeah. All right. And action. Hi, I'm Leroy Logan, MBE. Early in the month, I sat down with my wife, Gretel, my daughter, Leah, and my second mum, Jessie Stevens, to chat about the legacy of the Windrush generation as we celebrate this 75th anniversary. My parents moved from Jamaica to East London from the Caribbean in the early 50s. And it's slowing down on me. Yeah, oh, it's it's okay, just go from here. You don't need to do the first half again. Yeah, we're going to go from my yeah. parents. Okay. okay. You ready? Yeah. Go. My parents moved from Jamaica to East London from the Caribbean in the early 50s. I went on to have a 30-year career in the Met Police, but... I didn't say Metropolitan Police. Yeah, I need to say Jamaica, Caribbean. Caribbean. Yeah, it's one or the other. Cool, moved to, from Jamaica to East London. Yeah. What did you say about the police? Oh, that's just where you stopped? Yeah. And um, can you speed it up a little bit? Yeah, yeah instead, I, no, I said the Met Police, not the Metropolitan Police. Okay. So we just do that again, yeah. Just go from um, parents. Because we've got too much, got, that too little. That's great. Yeah. Just go from my, my parents. parents. We've got the first half. Okay. <clears throat> okay, everybody ready? Mm -hmm. My parents moved from Jamaica to East London in the early 50s. I went on to have a 30-year career in the Metropolitan Police, but I have always been inspired by a sense of public service that I saw in Jesse and my parents. I hope you enjoy this conversation. Nailed it. Yeah. Great. I didn't even think we needed it. Yeah. No, that's, that's great. That's the most confident one. Yeah. That's great. Well done. Thank awesome. you for... Where, where did you get the food from? Sorry. One love. One yeah, yeah. love. Yeah. In Romford. <laughs> Oh, very, very good. The, um, heart, that road leading to the brewery. Yeah, when we went to Arlene's um, 60th yeah. birthday. You're going to burn your hands. Mm -hmm. They've catered amazingly oh, there. Yes. And I'm like, I'm going to have some of this. <laughs> there we go. The spoons are over there. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. Mom Thank fish, you. just for you. I know you like your fish. <laughs> <laughs> so. Is that, guy, is that curry guy? Yeah, yeah. Oh. So... And then it's callaloo and... So, which is for which? What's this? Mixed veg. That's mixed veg. Alright, oh, okay. That's for the fish. Okay. That's for... Rice would be this one. No. The rice. 
Gosh, reminds me of... <laughs> <laughs> Leroy, let me get this good Putney. Is that what I'm joking? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. <laughs> Southwest. I'm too young for that job. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, um, you just have to get around. Putney is a really nice place. Is it? Yeah. Very nice. South um, Southeast. That's not far, really. Mm. No, no, so, no, Mum, what do side. you think of all the menu here? I thought it would make Let's you really feel at home. Which one do you want? Uh, which one yeah, reminds yeah. you more well, of uh, San Lucia? Do you want mm -hmm. some of this? The mac and cheese, mm, actually. Yeah, and cheese. Have you got some of them for the mac and cheese? Right. Need to cut that. And that's festival, Mum. You like festival? Mm. Do yeah. you want a festival? Leroy, let me take this oh, one, actually. Yeah. Right, your mum, you can... That's do you want to do it? That's a Jamaican dish. The what? festival? Yeah, yeah, yeah festival, yes, yeah. yeah. Well, don't you do it in Yeah, but, but we don't call it festival. What do you call it? Um, it's a patwa. It's a patwa? Patwa in the American. It will come. Yeah. yeah. come to you. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm going to uh, Nothing. Not. That's why the days. How do you do it in Saint Lucia, there, Mum? I, d I never cooked, you know. I didn't uh -huh. know how to. I learned to cook here. <laughs> really, you never cooked. I have everything done for me. <laughs> okay. Well, you are me. Yeah, I bought. I bought a cookbook when I came here. Well, you really? Did, yeah. You did better than me. I just tried to. I was a. I was a test case. I was the. Um, I inflicted a I lot of horrors to my family. <laughs> Before I got it right, mm -hmm. so um, so enjoy. I hope uh, you'll enjoy this. Not cooked mm -hmm. by me, but um, no, near enough. Cooked. You know. I'm gonna put that. Did you put a bit for uh, grandma? Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna get some. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Oh, there's some white rice as well. So anyone likes some white yeah, rice? Yeah, prefer white. Did you make that? Some white rice here. Did you make that this morning? Yeah. What the white rice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. I just made this just now. Right, nice Mum. So you want um, a large bit of mac and cheese? Or? Mm -hmm. Just tell me. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's enough. You sure? Yeah. We're going to start with the grease. Some of the vegetables. What would you like? That and a bit of that vegetable. It's nice as well. Mm, Mum, you like Hallelu? Oh, yeah. Is that uh, oh, yeah. St. Lucian mm -hmm. as well? Yeah, yeah. A little bit, please. Mm -hmm. Thank you. How much paladin would you like? You like plantain? A plantain oh, soft uh, Oh, whose is this then? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are we serving two plates for one? No, this is mine. No, no. That's nice. Yeah. Um, that's okay. Right. Okay, I like that can, one. I can have that. It's mm -hmm. no problem. Mm -hmm. Yeah. for me. Which part of fish do you like, Mum? Because mm. I mm. see Judah can't do any of the like he can't do Caribbean food. Mm. Why can't he? Well, the last people that done put spice in the macaroni, he just can't mm. deal with any mm -hmm. spicy really? stuff. No, but he, at the restaurant yesterday, mm. which it's one was really spicy? Mm -hmm. The um, that's it. Wasn't spicy. No, exactly. Yeah, he loves enough. he likes oh, meat now, mm. but he doesn't. Do you like curry? Do you want have like any hint I love of spice? Okay. I love so that's why. Right. Every, everything there. Of course, <laughs> yeah. I know you love all these things. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Mm. Oh my gosh, this is it's a feast, a yeah. feast mm -hmm. of a lunch that mm -hmm. I didn't really love. Yeah. We need a siesta after this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mom, how much vegetables? That's enough, you like thank me? you. 
Well, have we got Thank everything? You. What about fish? Mm. Fish from mountain. Yeah. Some mountain. Plantain? Mm. Yes, two ones. A couple of yeah. plantains. What is that gravy in there? Mm. Mm. It's it's a chicken gravy. Oh, mm. for... um, oh this must the, be the... Um, um, for fish. The fish. There, the fish is right there. Yeah, it might be the fish gravy. Mm. No, no, Which it's for chicken. Like, mm. 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 It's a chicken mm. sauce. It's, um, Roast chicken, a big piece or a small? This one, soft plantain. I told them I didn't want soft plantain. Thank you. You're welcome. Right. Are you going to help yourself now? Okay, before we say the grace, which is now. And this is gravy. Do you want some gravy? Fish, I think. Mm. It's, it's not for fish, fish though. No, it's 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 mm. chicken. I just so realised I asked for sauce with chicken. Okay. So it's well, not really. No, is there chicken in that sauce? <laughs> yeah. I was really wondering, what's that for? I just realised. Mm. Oh gosh. Let's have some of this. With the tapas yesterday, what was your favourite thing? Ah, uh, the steak. You know, honest, yeah, I like that that thing called the bombas. Oh, that. I Above really the steak? That. Huh? Above the steak? The steak was... But, yeah, I'm, well... So it was the was difference of the... Well, well actually, I like the steak because they had that the mashed potato in a way that I've never... Like a I've never had it before. Mm. That, okay. that savoury mashed potato. I thought that was really good. Yeah. So I must admit, I, I, it, it, was, uh, it was so different to what I'm, I'm accustomed oh, to. Oh, I have one already. Yeah, yeah. You were looking. Yeah. And veg, right. we've got right. a veg thing. Do you oh, yeah, veg? and the veg. I'm getting there. Right. Okay. Nice big plate full. So, Mom, what's your favourite dish? <laughs> <laughs> what's your favourite dish? I usually have macaroni and cheese. <laughs> yeah, there's tons of macaroni yeah, here, yeah, trust yeah, me. Well. So it's your fill. I've got loads of it here. So please. Yeah, your your, you your son Lee gave us a lowdown of what you don't like. What you like. <laughs> so we yeah. feel mm -hmm. equipped. Am I finished? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've got everything. Oh, just fish. fish, fish. Mm -hmm. Just need a small bit. 